We just got back from talking to people we don't know about abortion, and now we're debriefing. Join us. We are Created Equal, and we're inviting you to debrief with us. Hey, y'all. I'm Lexi. Hey, everyone. It's Seth. And I'm sure those of you who are listening may be kind of like Lexi and I, and that is that people are texting you, calling you all about the leaked Dobbs decision. Today's conversation is not about that, but I think it's encouraging for you if you're having people reach out to you saying, I don't know what to say about something or how to talk about abortion. Today's conversation is a very encouraging one where we see that there are still truth seekers out there, even in this time of polarization, change can happen. Absolutely. And with us today, we have Ava. Ava's been on the podcast a few different times, right? Ava, how many times? Is this uh, your third? Welcome third, back, Ava. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ooh. third, you said? Yeah, third. <laughs> that was some excitement there. <laughs> she did do a little woo, so that was excitement. Yeah, she's ready to be back. <laughs> nice. Well, great. Well, so, you two know each other well because you're in the same department. You hang out a lot, doing a lot of media stuff together, right? We definitely do. She is uh, like in charge of our in charge of our Twitter and TikTok. If you're not following us on TikTok, twi- please help Ava <laughs> help Ava out. Oh no! Follow us on TikTok, which twi- is twi- twi- TikTok at createequalorg. Yeah. yeah, I don't TikTok, so I don't know. These things. <laughs> yeah, TikTok at createequal.org. Oh, uh, not .org. <laughs> wow, my mind is going insane today. TikTok createequalorg. I've been at Planned Parenthood for uh, a few hours today, and I'm very drained. So, but sorry, yes, TikTok and Twitter at createequalorg. Yeah, so definitely do that. And on Facebook and on Instagram. That was Thank quite you very intro. much. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> okay. Well, Ava just got off of a road trip where you went to how many different colleges? Five? Uh, Four. Four? Okay. Um, And so you what had a little- What states were you in, Ava? Indiana, Missouri. Okay. Okay. Um, And so you had a diversity of different, not only just different states, but different universities. And we know that from university to university, each school kind of has its own unique crowd, I would say. So true. And Ava, just um, as we get into the unique crowd that you had, I think it's also interesting. Our listeners have heard about the road trip, but like what's experience like for you coming back from the road? How do you feel after a road trip? Um, Well, not going to lie, definitely tired at times, but this one, this road trip was actually really encouraging just because of the willingness to be open to truth from a lot of the protesters and them willing to have conversations, which a lot of times we know that they don't want conversations. They want to shut us down and don't want the images to be seen, but this time it seemed really to impact a lot of them. And do you think like the crowds of people, like the amount of people on the university campuses and the amount of people that are willing to talk to you have increased since like post COVID, mm-hmm. um, like post COVID actually coming and happening? Like, I think it was like really slow. Mm-hmm. I mean, colleges were shut down, but compared to that, now it's kind of more opened up. Yeah, definitely. This was the first road trip in a while that lots of college students were out and about and willing to have conversations with us which is really nice which we have been waiting for for so long (laughs) so So, um, we're grateful to be able to have those conversations again in uh, large numbers but right I know that again I referenced in the intro that people may be having people texting them contact them on social media it's good to engage in those dialogues about abortion but we our mission, and I think a lot of our listeners would agree with us, that the best conversations happen in person. So when you're out Definitely. on the campus, you don't want to be sitting behind a, uh, your phone like trying to tweet at someone right who's responding to you. We want to be there talking to people face-to-face. So I agree with you, Lex. It's so encouraging to see that happening again. That's what we're here for. And hopefully um, people will be, be encouraged after hearing Ava's conversation to have those conversations with people, um, even if they may... Uh, think that they're extremely pro-choice and aren't going to move on that position. Um, so Ava, what conversation or the conversation we're going to go over today, where, um, which university were y'all on? Oh, uh, we were at St. Louis University. Okay. Um, and so- Louis? Yeah. 
<laughs> Wait, what? St. Louis? Yeah. Oh, okay. I have no idea. Am I wrong? I don't know. Who knows? Well, Someone help us out yeah. here. Sure, yes. Let's just say it really confidently. I just know the song Meet Me in St. Louis right. Louis, so that's what it makes me think yeah. of that. But oh, it's we're pretty ignorant. Louis. Um, <laughs> just say something really confident. and um, It sounds good. It sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to fact check us, please do and let us know um, on our like Instagram account or something. There you go. Okay. Send us a direct <laughs> Send message. Send us a DM. Don't put it on the public. I'm so embarrassing. Okay, everybody. I'm just kidding. Okay, do what you want to do. Anyways, so Ava, you were talking to somebody. Um, um, who was pro-choice kind of give us a little insight of what your initial interaction was with this person. Yeah. So she was pro-choice. She thought some were wrong, like second trimester, third trimester were wrong, but first trimester were okay. So we kind of went through that on how um, we know that they're human for the moment of fertilization. Our size and development doesn't determine our value. And even at one point, um, actually before the clip you're about to hear, she was saying, you know, the reason I'm pro-choice is I want women to have choices. And I said, I actually 100% agree with you. That's mm. why I'm against abortion because these little girls in the womb, they don't have a choice. They're being killed uh, by abortion. And she said, that's actually a really valid point. Good job. Right there you can see that this is someone who is open-minded. The fact that she's pro-abortion but willing to say that you have a good point. Now, that's not... That's just not um, an impossible occurrence. We hear that all the time, but I'm still encouraged merely hearing that because so many people are just locked in their echo chamber of everything you say is wrong. I'm not going to admit that. So that's cool that she admitted that. And having like back and forth with you Mm -hmm. and not like just trying to um, do uh, override you and what she's saying and everything like that. So that's great that y'all even could get to that point. Um, But I think let's just jump in straight into um, the recording of the little snippet that she has for us. Yeah, and so a lot of people, you know, are pro-choice and they don't even know what abortion is. That's why we use these graphic images because throughout civil rights movements, victim imagery was used to show, hey, let's put a more negative viewpoint on the injustice that's happening, you know? That so, is harrowing. Yeah. Quite honest. Yeah. I, I was like walking down and I was like, I'm going to go be mad. And then I was like, <laughs> they have <Yeah>. a point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, okay. Um. <laughs> The word she uses there is harrowing. Let's let's come back to that. But first, I want to begin with, she said, "I want I was prepared to be angry, or I was something like that, right?" Yeah, yeah, yes. And so, um, Ava, did she walk up like giving body language to you that she was angry? What did you see first when she approached you? Um, she walked up pretty confident, so I was like, "Oh no, what's about to happen?" But then <laughs> yeah. she was like, totally like fine. Uh-huh. As, so as soon as we started talking, and so I was like, oh, "Okay." And it was a great conversation. So I had no idea she was even angry, like uh-huh. very angry. Uh-huh. Well, why do you think she approached you? And Because you talked to her more than us, Ava. What do you think made her predisposed to be angry with you? Like why would she be mad at you? Um, probably just because she had um, thoughts like what I thought of women that may have had abortions or what I think about abortion. I just don't think she was that knowledgeable on abortion because when I was describing the procedures and through the pictures she was like horrified and disgusted and I just think her lack of knowledge just made her angry at us. Mm-hmm. Can we just pause there? Because I think imagine if, if our job was merely going and talking to people who did not know what abortion was, who had no understanding of it, no views politically or in their worldview about it, it wouldn't be that hard, right? And that's mm-hmm. why I think we have found, and occasionally when we have met people, uh, exchange students and others who are international who maybe have not understood abortion in America, it's pretty easy, right? They get how horrible it is. But our job is talking to people who already have a a big mm-hmm. worldview behind this. And so she walked mm-hmm. up to you 
predisposed to be angry with you. And I think that's, we can't overlook that. So if you're listening and you have a hard time convincing someone of what is true, recognize that you're not talking to someone who's a neutral slate. They have a worldview, they have a political view behind this, and so they're often blinded to reality. And I encounter that all the time. I'm sure you both do too, right? That people, they're... Um, they're just not coming to us as blank slates. They have an idea, a worldview behind that. And it makes mm-hmm. it challenging to bring truth to convert the conversation. And I think that um, just her having a um, belief of who people who are pro-life are and not liking that um, it definitely plays a role in her getting angry. And even just like uh, people's perception of us just as like protesters on their campus. Cause a lot of times people think that we're going to be just like the other people who protest on their campus, no matter what that is. Um, and so they like put that onto us, even That's true. if we're yeah. not that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had like people like, Oh, you're not like this group of people that came here. I'm like, well, obviously we're not like, at, like in my mind, I'm like, we're not them at all. Like that's right. not this at all. So, um, anyways, it's kind of interesting how that goes, but I think like everybody who's listening, especially as Roe versus Wade is possibly being overturned. Um, the pro abortion side is really trying their hardest to paint people who are pro-life as the enemy, as people who are just ruthless, don't care at all about women's rights. So I think um, it's going to be harder and harder and harder. It already is hard to make um, people who are so locked into that position understand that we're human beings too, and Mm -hmm. we're not these like evil monsters. Um, But I think this is a great... um, showing the victims of abortion, showing, not even just trying to convince people that, oh, you know, we're good people too. Like we don't need to do that. All we need to do is expose abortion for what it truly is. And I think that, um, Ava, what you were doing out having this outreach and her response to that really shows you don't have to stand there and try to convince her that you're a quote unquote good person. And, um, you're not the evil one evil monster. You just need to show how evil abortion is. But let's, let's, let's pause there. That's important. I think what you're saying, Lexi. So I think most people will think, okay, the, the culture is upset right now. There's like a, everyone's mad about abortion because Roe v. Wade may be crumbling, yada, 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 right? So it's time for us to just be kind and gentle. Uh-huh. And now we can agree with this, right? We shouldn't be jerks. We shouldn't. We should share truth in love, but we still share truth, good news and bad news, the good news of human equality, what Christ did, the bad news of what abortion is and does. Yes. So I think that you may someone may listen and think now is not the time for abortion victim photography because we need to kind of just easily ease ourselves into this, like, uh, whatever, allowing this to happen. But this conversation shows that's not the case. Yeah. She was prepared to be mad if Ava had merely said to her, you know, abortion is wrong. It's not fair. It's an injustice. But no objective evidence were given. I think she still would have been angry. But she said these images are harrowing. She saw objective, incontrovertible evidence that what Ava was saying was true. And that defused her anger. That's powerful. I mean, this is not mm-hmm. always that case. Sometimes abortion victim photos upset people, and rightly so, in my opinion, because when you see gross, harrowing images of injustice, you ought to be bothered by that. But it's fascinating to me that what calmed her down was the visual, objective evidence of Ava's worldview. I think that's really powerful. And this is a time to, as you said, to expose abortion, put it out there so people can see there's a reason behind what we're saying. It's not groundless claims. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, Ava, what do you think about that? Do you think that, um, have you ever had other instances where you've seen people kind of calm down once they've started to understand the gravity of abortion? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of times on outreach, it's not, like, super common, but definitely. Mm -hmm. And I think now, again, is the best time ever to do this type of outreach, what we do, because with all the pro-choice rhetoric, people, like, Mm -hmm. just don't know the effects, but when they're actually opening, willing... Um, to know truth and 
want to know what truth is, um, these images are the best way to show how evil this is. And we don't have to even say anything to them. Mm -hmm. Because even if you think about it, like no matter if you were even there to be able to talk to them, um, she would walk away understanding that abortion was something that was more um, ugly than she may have perceived it to be. And so um, that in and of itself is a win for us in a way. Um, obviously, maybe if she didn't completely change her mind, that's she still needs to go further, but that's still a win. Um, and if everybody who is um, in support of Roe versus Wade being upheld could just understand abortion as a hor- the horror that it is, we would be in a much better place right now. Um, so That's exactly right. And I think I'm sorry to like drill the same point over and over again, but our listeners will know this, but it really bears repeating that what Mark, our president, says, and that's that people will always remember two things, how you treated them and the images, right? So we know that she walked away. Ava was not mean. You heard the clip, right? Listeners, we all know how Ava treated her. And what she saw was, in her words, harrowing. That's going to sit with her. So even if she walked away not fully convinced abortion is wrong yet, she understands abortion is harrowing. Those people I wanted to be angry toward, like Ava, was actually kind to Mm -hmm. me. That does more work for changing her mind over time than really anything Ava could have said. And I think that's a really good point too, Seth, because like if we did use abortion victim images, but we walked out there and we um, were unkind or not even really giving, even if we were kind, but we weren't giving good responses, even Mm -hmm. if we're just like- Like ignorant, unlearned ideas. Yes, yes. That would be so unhelpful. Um, And people would probably get even more mad at us because we were just like- lying to them basically um and so i think it has to be like uh good responses with uh, brought to them with love and compassion plus using abortion victim photography is really what is uh impacted at least this girl that you were talking to ava um and so i think that time and time again we see that especially even people who walk up to us like this girl she was kind of um de-escalated from seeing the uh, abortion victim images but a lot of people get even more angry when they see those images but whenever they come over and talk to us a lot of times they do calm down um so we can't like break those two things off we want to keep those two things together talking to people with love and compassion plus showing these images yeah sorry no, no. Sorry, Seth. No, you you, cut, you, you off. cut me off. Cut me off, Seth. Okay, well, just that reminds me. It connects back to if, if our listeners have listened to all of our episodes. A couple uh, recently we talked with Marina about an open microphone that she did. Yeah. And there was this crowd that was shouting at her. But when they walked from about 20 feet away to uh, be close to her, which I thought when I saw it happening, it was like, this is going to escalate. It actually de-escalated because they came face to face with humans they came closer to they recognized we were actually people the same is true when you see the baby on the, the sign you realize oh it's not just a clump of cells it's a person right and it, we're humanizing the babies and us and so i think that's what happens what you're saying like it de-escalates when they realize i'm interacting with real people here and tying this back into everything that's going on with the overturning of Roe versus Wade or the possible overturning of Roe versus Wade, um, I've heard from a lot of people that they're shocked by the amount of friends and family that are around them that are for abortion that are just now coming out on social media. Ava, have you seen this? Like oh, yeah. so many people, more people are being vocal about their pro-abortion views. I don't know if I've really seen so many people pro-life people coming out though and exposing themselves as pro-life who have never done that before um what do you think about that Ava don't you think do you think that um as people who are pro-life should be more vocal uh, no matter like in the social media s- 
uh, atmosphere, but also like, you know, one-on-one talking to people, be more vocal about that to humanize um, Mm -hmm. us um, so that we can further humanize the babies in the womb. Yeah, absolutely. Because with the possible overturning of Roe versus Wade, um, it's important now more than other to change the culture. So it's important having these conversations because if we can tap into their flawed worldview, Mm -hmm. they're open to truth. Um, that's what's going to change the most. And I think if people understand, it's not just the fringe that are pro-life. Um, I think it is probably, it is the minority of people who really want all abortion to be illegal and right. think all abortion is wrong. That is true. Um, but if we can show them that it's people who are just like them mm-hmm. um, in a lot of ways who are advocating for the rights of babies in the womb, I think that is so powerful. I think that could be helpful for not only them, but for us to further our uh, cause to protect the babies. Well said, and I think that what you just said there too, like, um, you know, I don't like polls very much because it's how they ask the question. It's mm-hmm. going to affect how you answer. Um, but there, there, a lot of polls show that, like you said, it's the minority maybe that want all abortion banned perhaps, but the majority of Americans do want some common sense restrictions like the 15 week abortion ban in Mississippi that Dobbs is based off of most Americans, according to a lot of polls support that kind of a ban. So it's kind of complicated and polls I think can be really misleading and, um, that data confused. But what you're saying is super important here on why people are perhaps not coming out of the woodwork on the pro-life side right now. I think that kind of comes back to this whole conversation Ava had here, where a lot of people by default are opposed to abortion. We get intuitively it's wrong, you shouldn't kill a baby, right? But when it comes to actually defending that, if you have not if you haven't thought through the objective reasoning for that, the scientific evidence, you don't have the, the pictures of what abortion does to people you maybe know it's wrong, but you're not ready to defend it yet. And so you're not going to put that out there publicly. But this, what Ava's conversation should give all of us confidence in, is that there is undoubtedly clear, objective evidence for why abortion is wrong. So you should be confident and share it. So I think that the charge should be, if you're one of those people who is afraid to come out and tell people, hey, you're against abortion on social media in real conversations, you just need to read read the, the case. It's really, really simple, right? You can find it on our website. You can find it at letstalkabortion.com where we have conversation guides of how to talk to people about abortion. It's really, really simple because abortion is wrong because it intentionally kills innocent humans. The pictures, the embryology, it all makes it very clear the embryo is a human. She's growing. Dead things don't grow. She can't be another species because mm-hmm. her parents are human, right? So we know she's human. It's wrong to kill her. So I think the reason we don't share is because we, we don't have the good evidence, mm-hmm. but the evidence is there. All you have to do is look for it. It's on our websites everywhere. And it's, yes, it's easily accessible and you don't have to be a brilliant mind to understand it either. Um, I can attest to that. Okay, y'all, if you heard the beginning of this podcast, you can understand I don't have a brilliant mind. Um, so it's really accessible. Anybody can do it. Um, we have, you know, 14 year olds out on college campuses talking to college students about abortion. So it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how much maybe education, the education level that you're at. If you understand human beings have value, if you understand a basic level of embryology, you can talk to people successfully about abortion um, and stay firm and be confident in that. You don't have to shy away from it. But I do think that's probably holding a lot of people back. I think you're right. So you can be confident in it and um, just know, again, like Ava's conversation, what de-escalated her from being angry was objective evidence. Mm -hmm. So you need to have objective evidence for why abortion is wrong. It is easily accessible. DM us or connect with us. Go to letstalkabortion.com, createequal.org. It's all on there for you. Absolutely. So everybody go check that out. Ava, thank you so much for coming on. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Oh, she loves it. Look forward to the next awkward conversation (laughs) on the debrief. (laughs)
But yeah, so thank you. So that is your charge. So it's easy. Objective evidence is there. Find it. Go to letstalkabortion.com, especially right now because, I, like I said, people are contacting me saying, my sister is pro-abortion. My friend, how do I talk to her? We have it all on there for you. Letstalkabortion.com where you can choose who you want to talk with, your child, your pastor, your friend, and we'll give you a guide of how to talk to them. So do that. And after you do that, please go leave us a five-star review and come back again next week. Come back. You're not going to come back. Go back to your app on your phone, I guess. Pull that up and listen to us <laughs> again thing. next week. Right, same thing. Right. We'll be here back again because we are created equal and this has been The Debrief.